Welcome to the TTM Academy podcast. This is episode 19, and I'm your co-host, Felipe Turin, speaking from the Center for Resuscitation Science at University of Pennsylvania. Gosh, it's been a long time. We have to apologize for this pause. Of course, as um, most of you in the resuscitation community um, and critical care, emergency medicine, all of our listeners have been busy, busy with, with clinical care, with COVID-19 related tasks. And um, as many of you, we've been um, just trying to adapt to what um, has been hitting us for the past uh, couple of months, at least here in, in the United States. As emergency physicians, as emergency providers, we have been incredibly uh, lucky to be able to take care of patients with COVID-19 and help uh, very directly in uh, during this pandemic. And it is for that reason simply that we um, had to pause the recording of the podcast uh, for the past several weeks. But we are back. And uh, this was so long overdue that I actually decided to record this one by myself. Uh, my co-host, Dr. Ben Bella, director of our Center for Resuscitation Science, has been really busy over the past uh, few months actually leading clinical research uh, related to COVID-19 patients. He's actually leading uh, three randomized controlled trials um, involving treatment therapies for COVID-19. And so uh, both Ben and um, the rest of our team has been deployed during the pandemic to help perform this clinical studies. Myself, uh, along with my uh, own team within the CRS, have also been conducting another study uh, called Clasco study, a study specifically looking at the uh, prognostic value of point-of-care ultrasound in uh, the assessment of patients with COVID-19. So um, hopefully we'll have uh, data from all these clinical studies coming out very soon. But let's get back to um, cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest has been um, actually an important topic of discussion um, during the pandemic. Uh, of course, there's some biases there because we deeply care about cardiac arrest as cardiac, cardiac arrest scientists and uh, resuscitation science researchers. So for the next three episodes, what we have in mind is that Given that there is a fair amount of um, interesting topics to discuss and sort of multiple aspects that we felt that were needed to be uh, discussed re related to um, cardiac arrest in the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, we will be discussing different aspects related to cardiac arrest and resuscitation care during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll begin today by going over some of the general questions and some of the observational data published recently. In the following episodes, we will be discussing the interim resuscitation guidelines published by the American Heart Association, providing some guidance on all aspects of resuscitation care during the COVID-19 pandemic. And then we will be discussing the case uh, specifically of in-hospital cardiac arrest um, in the implications of COVID-19 in the um, organization of code blue team, rapid response teams, and in-hospital cardiac arrest teams. So cardiac arrest during the pandemic, what has happened? Well, a few interesting things uh, we've learned over the past uh, few weeks. Interestingly, 
Um, we've learned first something about a related uh, disease, and that's acute coronary syndromes. Data came out um, over a month ago demonstrating that in many health centers uh, reported reductions in the number of people admitted to the hospitals with acute coronary syndromes during the COVID-19 pandemic. Specifically, a study from uh, DeFilippo um, reported that there was a reduced rate of hospital admissions for ACS during the COVID-19 uh, outbreak in Northern Italy. So this is an Italian group specifically. This was a study published in April in New England Journal of Medicine. And um, it has been suggested in that study, along with other uh, related similar studies, that people may be avoiding the hospital to the detriment, perhaps, of their health and potentially uh, leading to worse outcomes. So we know that we, we've seen this uh, specifically related to ACS and STEMIs. We've seen a dip in the number and the incidence of cases during the COVID-19 pandemic. So the question was then, what's going on with cardiac arrests? Well, a group of investigators from the Lombardy region of Italy um, sought to determine whether COVID-19 was associated with the incidence of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest. So the first study that I'm going to mention uh, today was one led by Dr. Enrico Baldi and collaborators. Um, this was published in New England Journal of Medicine uh, April 29th, titled Out-of-Hospital Cardiac Arrest During the COVID-19 Outbreak in Italy. Within the first 40 days of the outbreak, that was uh, between February 20th, uh, 21st and March 31st of 2020, four provinces in northern Italy um, reported 362 cases of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest and 229 during the same period in 2019. That represents an incidence of 58% higher than in the same period in the previous year. Interestingly, while they saw higher incidence across the entire region, there were some interesting differences in terms of the magnitude of this, of this change, from 18% increase in Mantua, where there were uh, a little bit over 1,600, um, 1,650 uh, confirmed cases of COVID-19, to 187% increase in the province of Lodi, which had a little bit over 2,100 uh, 2, uh, COVID-19 cases. Another interesting data point was that in the Cremona province, this was the place within nor the northern um, Italy region uh, with the highest number of COVID-19 cases. They had a total of um, 3,869 cases. And they saw there an increase of 143% in their out-of-hospital out of cardiac arrest cases. Additionally, they also observed a higher percentage of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest cases that were unwitnessed. The mortality rate in the field was 14.9% higher um, in the 2020 um, period of time during the outbreak compared to the 2019 among patients um, that were resuscitated or in whom the resuscitation was attempted by EMS in the field. And also interestingly, they observed 15.6% decrease in patients who received bystander CPR. So less bystander CPR. Among all patients, the death rate in the field increased an 11.4% during the outbreak. 
So in this study by Baldi and, and colleagues, they report that the cumulative incidence of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest during the, this period was strongly associated with the cumulative incidence of COVID-19. For those of you who care about this, the Spearman rank correlation coefficient that they calculated was 0.87, which is strong correlation. And the spike in cases they observed followed the time course of COVID-19 outbreak. That is, that as soon as they saw the peak in number of cases, also the, that, that corresponded to the peak of number of cases of cardiac arrest. And as the number of cases of COVID-19 started to go down, they also observed that the incidence started to decline of cardiac arrest cases. So that's the first study out of the northern region of, um, of Italy. Another closely related study that was published by a French group from Paris, Dr. Uh, Mary John um, is the lead author, and the study was titled Out-of-Hospital Cardiac Arrest During the COVID-19 Pandemic in Paris, France, a population-based observational study. This was published in Lancet Public Health um, last month, 2020. In this study, the authors evaluated the incidence and the outcomes of cardiac arrest, of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest in Paris during the pandemic compared to non-pandemic periods. This was a large observational study using data um, for non, uh, from non-traumatic out-of-hospital out of cardiac arrest. They included over 30,760 patients collected between or since May 15th, 2011 in Paris and its suburbs in, in France um, using a, uh, a registry database from the Paris uh, Fire uh, Brigade together with in-hospital data. They then evaluated out-of-hospital cardiac arrest incidents and outcomes over a six-week period during the pandemic um, in patients, in adult patients living in this study area. So comparing the 521 out-of-hospital cardiac arrest of the pandemic period between March 16th and April 26th in, uh, of 2020 to the mean of the 3,052 total of the same weeks in the non-pandemic period, the maximum weekly out-of-hospital cardiac arrest incidence increased from 13.4 to 26.6 per million people before returning to basically normal in the final weeks of the pandemic period. Although the patient demographics in, in this study in both groups did not really change substantially during the pandemic uh, compared to the non-pandemic period, there was a higher rate of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest occurring at home. Consistently with what was found in the Italian group, there was also less bystander CPR, there was less shockable rhythms, and there was longer um, delays or longer time to intervention with a median um, of 10.4 minutes versus 9.4 minutes, so a whole minute added to um, the time to interventions in pre-hospital care. The proportion of patients who had out-of-hospital cardiac arrest and were admitted alive to the hospital decreased from 22.8% to 12.8% in the pandemic period. After adjustment for potential confounders, the pandemic period remained significantly associated with lower survival rate at hospital admission. That was an odds ratio of 0.36. Lastly, there was a third, very recent study, actually 
um, a North American study from a group of investigators here at University of Washington in Seattle, which reported the prevalence of COVID-19 in out-of-hospital critical arrest patients. The study by Dr. Um, Sired and colleagues was titled The uh, Prevalence of COVID-19 in Out-of-Hospital Cardiac Arrest, Implications for Bystander CPR, was published in Circulation um, last month in uh, 2020. The context, uh, which I think is important to understand the importance of this study. See, cardiac arrest resuscitation, particularly out-of-hospital cardiac arrest, demands a complicated coordination of efforts that involves EMS professionals, laypersons, uh, telecommunications, hospital providers, all of which play a key role in the so-called chain of survival. So as the pandemic unfolded, there has been a real concern from the resuscitation community of, of scientists and stakeholders that any or many of these components in this chain of survival could be negatively affected by the very reasonable concerns of COVID-19 transmission. So many of us working in emergency medicine uh, or other acute care fields saw this firsthand. All of a sudden, caring for cardiac arrest patients became extremely complicated. Lots of questions um, regarding how to proceed in regards to CPR, to defibrillation, to airway management, how these patients should be intubated, who should intubate these patients, so on and so forth. So hospitals and EMS agencies quickly developed their own protocols to try to standardize resuscitation care in these circumstances, many of which, given the lack of data, unfortunately, were largely based purely on common sense. Similarly, the American Heart Association, HA, and the ELCOR both publish interim guidelines, providing some recommendations based upon the best available evidence and the expert uh, consensus. We will be discussing these guidelines in our next episode of this series of COVID uh, specials um, of the TTM podcast. So this was the study from Seattle, and uh, this is why the study was so valuable, because we had basically no data until now uh, to base many of these important decisions that are very likely impacting outcomes in cardiac arrest care. So these investigators did a study um, in which from January 1st to April 15th, EMS um, had responded in this uh, area to 1,067 out-of-hospital cardiac arrests, of which 478 were treated by EMS with CPR. During the active period of COVID-19, uh, they defined that it's February 6th, between February 26th and April 15th, again, um, EMS responded to 537 of the out-of-hospital out cardiac arrest, that is 50% uh, of those cases, of which 230, that is a 48%, were um, treated with CPR. So in this study, the community had 15 deaths per 100,000 population from COVID-19, higher than 42 other states at that time. Many of you who work in the United States were, might, might be aware of, of the situation. It was a pretty bad um, outbreak that we saw that we witnessed in, um, in Seattle. So COVID-19 was diagnosed in less than 10% of the out-of-hospital cardiac arrest patients using PCR testing. The authors then pointed out that assuming the risk of transmission by 
uh, two bystanders performing hands-on only CPR without PPE is 10%. Treating 100 patients could result then in one bystander infection. It will be 10% with COVID-19 times 10% transmission. So given the 1% mortality for COVID-19, approximately one rescued might die in 10,000 bystander CPR events. By comparison, bystander CPR saves more than 300 additional lives among 10,000 patients with out-of-hospital arrest. So I thought this was a very interesting sort of mathematical uh, kind of little experiment here uh, to sort of illustrate um, the, the, the actual risk, um, at least um, as represented, as, as determined uh, based upon um, this observational uh, study. So, of course, there are several limitations to the study, including the fact that there was incomplete testing of potential COVID-19 patients. But with that in mind, the authors conclude here that delaying bystander CPR to put PPE should really only be considered when the prevalence of COVID-19 infection is substantially increased. So hopefully this data and the data from more studies that I'm sure are coming out soon will help us inform our protocols and help us strike the right balance between maximizing safety of healthcare workers by limiting exposure to COVID-19 while at the same time ensuring that we continue to provide the highest quality of resuscitation care to our patients. So wrapping this up, we've seen that across two European studies, a real spike in cardiac arrest cases, uh, which seems to follow closely the incidence of cases of COVID-19. Furthermore, in this higher number of cases, we observed consistently higher rates of arrest at home, more unwitnessed uh, cardiac arrests, and less bystander CPR. As always, we're left with more questions than answers here. Why is cardiac arrest going up during this pandemic? There are certainly many plausible theories um, and many different factors that could be playing in here. We know, for instance, that COVID-19 causes vascular inflammation, causes myocarditis, can lead to cardiac arrhythmias. And we've also observed, and has been widely described in literature at this point, higher incidence of uh, thromboembolism events. So are these things leading to the higher incidence of cases we've seen? Well, in the French study, only 33% um, of the increase in out-of-hospital arrest cases were directly attributable, attributable to COVID-19 um, infections, making other uh, indirect effects uh, a substantial component. So what could those other indirect effects be? Perhaps patients are waiting longer um, when they have any of the underlying disease processes leading to the arrest, and they're just waiting longer at home to present to the hospital. We know in fact, that that um, has actually happened specifically with patients with ACS, as I mentioned earlier. Perhaps there are other factors related to social distancing. People confined to their homes, living in you know a, a, a small area, physical area, watching more TV, perhaps higher levels of stress and anxiety, um, perhaps um, uh, this is playing in, in the narrow uh, humoral responses uh, are uh, a factor 
leading to this cardiac arrest cases. It is very clear that we have here an opportunity and a responsibility as resuscitation science community to perform the research that can help us understand better these findings. What is causing this excess of cardiac arrest numbers is unclear. Um, and as I mentioned, there are uh, a few theories, I think, to discuss and interesting um, uh, factors uh, that could be playing here. We will be discussing this and many other important questions with uh, some of my colleagues and cardiac arrest experts much smarter than me in the upcoming episodes. And um, I think this is a good place to end this first episode. We're going to link the article cited in this podcast in the show notes. Um, and we will be back, um, as I said, with Ben and a familiar face or a, a, fam a familiar voice, I should say, Dr. Cindy Su from University of Michigan, cardiac arrest superstar, who will be joining us uh, next to discuss the latest resuscitation guidelines on cardiac arrest care during the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Philippe Petran. Stay safe out there. Bye-bye.